0: Who remembers how much of a demon child they were? Like really think about how demented and twisted a youth you were. I remember, clear as day. And looking back to remember the ages, when I was, and not just me, like my whole class was just like truly just a spawn of Satan. It's almost insane. Like, I remember being, I think, what was it? Grade four, grade five. Uh, I must have been around eight or nine years old. And this was the first years we really started learning about swear words. And oh, my gosh, on the playground, did they let them fly? I probably heard more swear words in grade four and five than I've heard in my whole life. Like, kids were just letting the, the F-bombs go, the F-slurs, just, just the Q-slurs, um, everything. It was like a bag of Skittles. You can get any color you want, really, realistically, honestly. And I remember specifically thinking about the F-slur and the Q-slur, the slurs for gay people. Um, These slurs were thought of on the same level. However now that i'm older and now that words have evolved through history we can see that the q slur is now not so much of a slur it's actually part of the lgbtq acronym but the f slur has evolved to like be like the utmost avalanche of slurs it's like the hikoshima of slurs could take off a whole city when one of those bombs dropped in the right place We've seen this with the words such as Negro, Negro evolved to be African-American, which evolved to be black. Matter of fact, if you called someone black back then, they probably would be pretty offended when you said it. However, now Negro has fallen out of fashion. Black people don't necessarily like being called Negro at all, to be honest. So, Words evolve, meanings evolve. and. With this lens, looking how, what is it, the etymology, I forgot what the word, how words evolved, what's it called, but looking how words evolved, looking through this new lens, it's very interesting to hear Kanye West go off on his first presidential rally. Now, I know what you're saying. Let's get some caveats. Kanye West is not necessarily running for president. He didn't fill out all his paperwork. He's not a serious candidate. Pretty much everybody knows this. However, he's going to be the Harambe candidate of the year. What does that mean? Anytime someone wants to give an F you to the system, there's always some random fictional character that they give their vote to. This year, it's most likely going to be Kanye West. He's going to be the random writing other candidate that gets like 1% to 2% of the votes. That's just how it is every year but he's not actually running because he didn't follow paperwork in a lot of states to get on the ballot. So no. So now looking at his presidential run as not an actual presidential candidate, what's going on? Here's someone who has high status in the society, who wants to make a difference, and he's going to rallies and he's saying the borderline absolute insane stuff, right? Now, a lot of people are saying, you know, he's going through this bipolar manic episodes. They're saying that, you know, this is, this, you know, he needs serious help. You know, he hasn't been the same since his mom died in like, you know, the late 2000s, but let's be real. This has always been Kanye saying this borderline, just crazy stuff. This has always been ever since, you know, Ever since, um, you know, uh, George Bush doesn't like black people, he's always been that person who literally autistically would say whatever the first thing is on his mind. It's always been him. He's always been having manic episodes. Now, as a society, we just recognize that, oh, this is someone who's bipolar and this explains his personality perfectly. But at the same time, I think it's important to know that bipolar and people with mental deficiencies still operate at really high levels in our society. You know, there's a lot of mathematicians, they say, that are on the autism spectrum. And it's that lack of brain development in one area that has the enormous you know over brain development and others and then for Kanye, we can see that that's his case you know he's self-reported has a five billion dollar net worth and to get to that level of success it takes immense talent in very specific areas and i think a lot of people discount how hard it is to make a grammy nominated album like a my beautiful uh, twisted dark fantasy like they, they don't understand the level of precision the level of music history the level of just pattern recognition and being able to understand what beat goes where the level of innovation that it takes level of collaboration personality management of getting different artists and different um directors and performers sorry, directors and performers, producers on the track and sound engineers, they don't understand the level of creative direction that it takes to create an album that ridiculously innovative. So what does that have to do with um, his presidential rally speech? When this Kanye West in the past has been historically been on pace to try to say the right things. He just never does it in the most politically correct way. And I think it's important here at the Uneducated Podcast, I encourage the dumb opinions. I think a lot of times people are too scared to talk because they know their opinion's dumb. And I think with a lot of dumb opinions comes the actual smart nuances that what he's trying to say. So in his speech, Kanye West made the now infamous line that actually Harriet Tubman did not free the slaves. She just let the slaves work for other white people. And of course, if black people weren't off Kanye before, now just here's another chunk of them just canceling Kanye. They're just not with Kanye ever since he's been with Trump, speaking these conservative talking points. Um, it's done a lot of harm to, you know, the black movement. You know, discounting something that, you know a black abolitionist has done is not the way to gain favor in the black community. Like if Kanye was white, he would be super canceled. But because he's black, he's even still allowed to have a platform. Let's really dive into the most charitable interpretation of what Kanye West really meant with that line. And it comes down to how words change throughout the years. So the first thing you have to ask yourself is what does it mean to be a slave what does that really mean and this is a theme that kanye has been preaching throughout his whole career his whole career has been talking about the new slaves he talked about especially hammered in and on jesus and how people are so involved in this consumerism lifestyle that they're a slave to the clothing they buy. They're a slave to their jobs. They need their jobs to buy the clothing. They're basically working away to buy these things that they don't even really need. For Kanye West it has always been about partly a mindset and it's been partly about you know working and not getting your actual Worth, And for Kanye West, someone who's been fighting in the business world to raise his percentage of how much he makes on his Yeezy deals, to raise how much ownership he has and how much equity he gets in his gap deal, to raise how much money he makes on his label, he's always preaching about how if you don't get ownership, you're not actually getting the money you deserve for your work. So when he talks about, you know, Harriet Tubman freeing the slaves, what he's trying to implicate is that they went from a worse form of slavery to a slightly better one. He's talking about degrees of slavery, the same way how words change over his definition of slavery doesn't mean you're in chains and bondage. It means that now you're in a white supremacy system that doesn't give you the full value for your work. Hence, that's why when slaves um, were freed, you know, what is it? I can't even say the Emancipation Proclamation when the last slave was free on Juneteenth and everyone knew that slaves free, Um, you know, and even a bit before that in 1860, when it first started here, Tubman really went and started freeing slaves. Cool, you're free now. But then what comes after that? Then comes the Jim Crow laws. Then comes, you know, the prison industrial complex. Then comes the racial terror of the KKK and other hate groups lynching Black people across the South. Then comes, you know, redlining. All then comes the prison industrial complex. I don't know if I said that one already, but there's all these things that systematically um, unempower Black people. And even if you think you're free, you're not necessarily free because you're being redlined and you don't even know it. Redlining is l- literally just black people can buy cheaper housing in other areas um, where white people were able to get these cheap loans to buy them. Black people were forced into these concentrated, pop, prop, um, concentrated zones. They weren't allowed bank loans and then white people were allowed to build all this generational wealth when black people didn't even really couldn't really prove at the time that this was happening. And now we have crazy wealth gaps. Um, So now black people, instead of being slave to, you know, a slave master, they're slave to the system. And that's really what he's trying to say, just not so eloquently. And of course, this is the best charitable interpretation of what he's saying. But of course, as someone who's listened to Kanye, listened to his rants in the past, this has something that he's been saying all the time. What does that does this really have to do with investing? A lot of times, we see these rich, powerful people do these amazing and stupid stuff for it seems almost for every single amazing thing Kanye West has done, he's done something just as absolutely. As stupid and through these cracks and looking at Kanye we can really examine and see what it how on earth is this person able to make so much money you see Kanye has a simple formula in life he doesn't go on social media because clearly his personality is not meant for social media You can see that social media for him leads to anxiety, leads to manic episodes. He is not someone who's able to consistently stay sane and go on social media. However, before every single album release, he allows himself to go on social media and promote his brand. And what happens when that happens? It's almost like clockwork. He says the most unfiltered on his mind thing because his brain just ramps him up, ramps him up, ramps him up, and he can't control himself. I don't even think he can distinguish that he's oversharing or overtelling, you know, by him saying all this, you know, crazy, um, insane things about Kim. And you know, Kim Kardashian's been a real wife. She's held him down, gave statements, supported him through this, even when he's like bashing her in the family. This is his promotion release every time. He says he allows himself to go on social media and he says the craziest things. And without fail, this has built him a career, just being authentically him. We've seen somewhat similar with Takashi, but on a different lane of being able to convert Instagram views and channel views, to song plays and to records um but i think this is overall any entrepreneur can take this from it if you have any sort of part time business or if you're trying to build anything part time um as an entrepreneur and you need that attention it, it it's just the way it goes they say an old adage any what is it any publicity is good publicity and honestly kind of comes to truth you know when we look back at drake's album when he dropped scorpion this guy was going through it everyone said he's losing the battle everyone said pusher t destroyed him but he did like half a million sales the first week because he had this crazy just absolutely crazy publicity around him and people figuring out that he had a son and of course you can say drake's the biggest artist in the world he doesn't need that insane uh publicity to sell but let's not be get it twisted that publicity around him and pusher t beefing definitely helped him get those sales Wis has given us all the formula if you want to sell spatulas go on instagram and give a rant about some crazy stuff you'll sell a lot more than just spatulas obviously you know i'm being facetious you can't really do that but of course you need to figure out a way to get the attention you need in your space before you're able to sell and expand your business. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. Let me know what you think on about Kanye West. I'm on Twitter. It's at Fly Stewie on Twitter. If I'm wrong, let me know how Kanye West, my opinion, has been. But as always, we, Flight Crew, have to take off.